Welcome to the Rosedale Bible College Chapel Podcast. We hope you are challenged and inspired by today's message. Enjoy. Well, it is good to be together again. Uh, It's good to see y'all. And it is my privilege to introduce some people that I know very well. Uh, Most of you know that I pastored at a church that, let's see, Rache and Micah and Lakota. Am I forgetting anybody? No. Uh, That I pastored at their church for about 12 years. And while I was there, uh, I had the privilege of being neighbors with and um, uh, helping lead the church with Les and Lori Miller. Uh, Les was an elder there, and Lori was a leader in all kinds of ways, in all kinds of ministry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway, and so it is a treat. They've got two daughters here with them, Emma and Haley, and they're sitting in the back. But we're part of the Pathways uh, chapels right now. And so Les and Lori are here to share their journey and the journey that God's led them on. And so... I'm excited to have them here. Why don't we pray, and, uh, and then we'll turn it over to you. Father, thanks so much for this opportunity. I thank you for uh, the pathway that you have each of these students on and the way that you have guided Les and Lori over the course of their lives. And I pray that you would use their story uh, to challenge each of us toward you and toward a deeper trust in you and the work that you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, thank you. Um, humbling to be invited, and we're excited to be here. So like I said, I'm Lori Lus, um, so L&L, just remember us that way. Um, so we, I'm going to let Les give you a little bit of background about um, maybe how, we, how long we've been together, and then I'll... That sounds great. Thank you, Lori. Yeah, I'm a little nervous here, but it's <laughs> great to see at least a couple familiar faces here. Uh, from our local church here where we, we go to. So thank you, Jeremy. It was good to hear your voice as well. Used to, used to hearing him preach over the pulpit for 10 years or, or better. But anyway, so it's good to be here. We, we are, like I said, we were less than Lori Miller. We got married in 1999. And so we were asked to share, kind of share our story. So I just want to maybe give you a little bit of background on the career that I've been on and, and how kind of God has led me through and just been... Uh, very good to us, um, and trying to be obedient and what that looks like. Uh, anyway, so I, in it would have been in mid-90s, late-90s maybe, uh, I got started in, in construction and was in construction. A lot of people in our community, construction is big in a lot of areas, and, and a lot of people got in construction. I worked for a company for about 15 years. I uh, started when I was like 20, 19 or 20 years old is when I started. And I worked for a company that 15 years, and was fortunate just to be able to be exposed to a lot of different trades, uh, which helped me in the future just as far as being flexible and what I, what I was able to do. And, um, but during that time, our oldest daughter was born. Um, I do remember, uh, and I don't want to get off the path too far, but I do remember <laughs> when you have your first kid, it's like, man, i be, I got to be careful when I'm on this roof because I've got so much more to live for now <laughs> when I come home. I was so excited, and I took a couple days off. Most people looked at me weird because I thought, ah, he just come to work. But anyway, so during that time, uh, God, I just felt like, like God was laying it on my heart that I need to 
there's something more that I could be doing than what I'm doing. But um, I did, yeah, like I said, I worked for a company for about 15 years. And finally in 2007, I was kind of uh, lucky enough to be doing a project by myself. Usually I would work with like four to five people and we would, you know, hammer down, go to work and work as fast as we could, come home. Um, and it was, but it was pretty nice because we were just in, in the first couple of years of our marriage, we came home and we, we didn't have anything to do. We rented a place in town. Um, I didn't have to mow the yard. We raked the leaves and then we went fishing about three nights a week during the summer. It was awesome. There was no, I mean, literally there was no responsibilities. I remember coming, like leaving, dropping off all my guys. When I had the last person dropped off on a Friday night, I felt like I had wings. Uh, I was just no responsibility from as far as the work aspect goes. But I knew that I, and I wanted something more than that. So in 2007, uh, we were, I mean, Lori had a, had a really good job, uh, was very set well that it allowed me to go out and make no money basically for a while. Uh, and, but it did, in 2007 then, I decided to go on my own with my own one-man construction crew um, me and the wheelbarrow, I found out that my wheelbarrow was awesome. It took me, instead of having like four trips back to my tr tool trailer, I could use the wheelbarrow and, and we had a lot of stuff on it at once. Anyway, but, but uh, it, yeah, so 2007 came around and then in the spring, I bought a used truck and a trailer and off to work we went. And then, and I was fortunate enough, like I said, to be exposed to a lot of different trades. So I was able to do a lot of stuff on my own, bathroom remodels, kitchen remodels, some additions. Um, and then 2008 came, and I remember in 2008 in the spring, I wasn't any work. I mean, the economy just tanked. And I was like, man, I don't, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. But there really wasn't, really wasn't anything to do. Or, I mean, I, it was about a week's time that I didn't have anything to do. So I did some projects at home, and then, then it just kind of broke loose again for me. But um, I think I'm going to hand it over to the lawyer for the next question. Well, like he said, I, you can imagine. So in that time he talked about, I, um, as a young um, person, I was, I think, 17 or 18, I was able, I started working at Weaver Leather, which is a manufacturing company. They build products to put on animals. And in that time, I was there, we got married, like I said, and then he kept talking about having his own business, and like I said, in 2007, he did do that. Trust me, I was a little bit scared about that, and then 2008, the crash came, and I'm like, uh, okay, don't lose your job, because this is, we, we need to do this anyway. In that whole time, though, God blessed us in a way where, like he said, he had about a week where he didn't have work, but in that time, remodel became such a big part of what was going on in the market that he had he was working all the time. But for me, I was at Weaver Leather. I was there for about 23 years. Um, and what I would encourage you guys, I came in. I was a young person who needed a job. And um, that's what I did. I sat at a sewing machine and I sewed dog collars for a long time. But what I want to mention there is, so I was, like I said, I was there for 23 years. And through that time, um, they gave me an opportunity to grow. They poured into me. They taught me about business. They taught me about how to interact with people, taught me about me, learning who am I, what are my, what are my gifts, what does God have for me. And through that, um, when I then left in 2012, 
um, I actually was the CEO of the company. So I went from 30 people the first day that I was there. And when I left 23 years later, it was over 300 people. So I encourage you guys, don't just, you know, when you're starting out, it's okay to start there. Partner with a company that's going to pour into you and grow like that. So um, as Les said, he was doing a lot of small projects, but kind of just kind of keeping going. And then, as I mentioned, um, May of 2012, um, everything kind of came to a screeching halt for us. Um, in October of 2011, um, I was promoted to the COO of the company, which I will say, I was pretty proud of myself, um, you know, and not, not the most humble person here. And, and so, and in that time, that's what I say, you should come work for me. And I say, no, I am not working for you. You're not a very nice person. I don't want to work for you. And I would literally say that. <laughs> um, I would literally say that. But in that time over those years, as his business grew, I was helping him some. But 2012, um, I was let go. Um, I was let go from the company. The company decided to go a different direction, and I was without a job. Um, but his business was doing well, and I remember coming home, and everything that I had known for that long, and as a, as a, um, as a couple, um, it was gone. Um, it was a pretty devastating feeling, and I remember Jeremy coming out and praying with us, and I just said, I don't know what it is, but I did in that time leaning on God saying, God, I know that you have something in mind for us. I don't know what it is, but guess what? I went to work for this guy. <laughs> I didn't have a job, so I did. I went and worked for him. Um, we were doing a remodel. I remember my first day, we're pulling down an old building, and, and I was using a hammer, ripping things apart, and really that felt pretty good at that time. She drove so. the dump truck. <laughs> yeah, he'll never forget. We had this old dump truck, and in, the, in, in town, in Worcester, we were in this small little alley and the parking brake didn't hold and so I had to sit there in about 90 degrees with my foot on the brake while they loaded it but again in all no those things <laughs> in all those things I felt like God has something for us I didn't know and so in that summer of 2012 I did I, I applied at different places but I wasn't really um I said, I want something that's going to mean something. I didn't want to just jump into something really quick. And I wanted to spend my summer with the girls. And so we did that. Um, as we kept going, I kept spending more time and more time with working in the business, whether it was in the office or, um, you know, out from that. But um, in the fall of 2012, again, going into New Year's, didn't have huge prospects yet. And then beginning of the year, I was contacted by a, a local company auction company and said, hey, we would like for you to come and interview. So, but in that meantime, I said, yeah, I think I could do that. I think that would be okay. I think that's something I would enjoy doing. And then in that time, um, we had received, um, we found out that one of our neighbors actually contacted us and this gentleman that had 89 building. Um, he owned a building company that we knew of. They built new homes. We knew of them. Our next door neighbor managed it for 30 years. He said, hey, John passed away. John Weaver passed away, and you guys should consider this. And we're like, eh, I don't know. I think we're kind of, got, we got a path. We're going to kind of go. I don't know that we really want to do that too much. And then a couple more weeks, and then our lumber salesman, the lumber salesman that Les worked with on his project, contacted us, said, you guys should really consider this. You should really go see them. And we said, uh, well, I 
don't know, you know, maybe, maybe we'll go take a look at it. But um, so on, so anyway, we did agree that we were going to go, but the crazy thing, and I can't remember, I think it was like on a Thursday, I had an interview with the auction company. I went down, I interviewed with them and they offered me the position. And as we're wrapping up the position, I said, you know, I just have to tell you though, that this afternoon um, we are going to go look at this business as it may be an opportunity, we don't know for sure, but we kind of feel like God wants us to go take a look at, and we're going to go ahead and do that, but I don't think it's going to turn into anything. And I was coming back through Berlin, and he was working in Berlin, and I never have met him at a coffee shop. That day I'm coming through Berlin, I'm like, oh, we should just stop. And I called him, and I said, hey, interview went really well. Do you want to meet for coffee? And we met for coffee. And while we are sitting there, um, a friend of ours, a friend, I would say loose friend, right? We knew of him. He was a pastor at a local church kind of in the area. And he comes over and he says, I don't know what it is, but I feel like God is telling me I should pray for you guys. And we looked at each other and we said, yeah, you should maybe, yeah, that sounds awesome. And, you know, why not? You know, we need prayer. It's what <laughs> pastors <know>? do, right, Jeremy? <laughs> and so he did right there. And, the, you know, he prayed for us. And that felt, I was kind of pretty big high. I met another friend of mine for lunch. And then we met up again. And that afternoon, we drove out west of Worcester. And we were going to go tour this, this, this company that we had been contacted about, 89 building had been around for over 30 some years. The owner had just passed away. It was just his wife. He passed away suddenly. She's like, I, I need to sell this. And we said, yeah, we'll go look at it. So there's two model homes there. And I remember we walked through and we were kind of like, yeah, this is kind of cool. But in that time, what I missed to say is that as Les's business grew, he kept doing from little remodels to doing whole homes. And he always had this aspiration that you know, man, that'd be really cool if we had like a showroom and we had products and people could come pick out this stuff. And then I'm like, eh, that sounds like a lot, you know. Um, and so in that, in that we did go, we went out there, we walked through, and I remember walking in the parking lot. And you know how you're, we're, I just remember we looked at each other. And it was like, yeah, yes, that's, this is what we're going to do totally changed everything that we had kind of intended to do at that point. So in that, looking at that and saying, Les wanted me to work with them, and I kept saying no. God took a position that I had that I was probably a little bit too proud of, took it away from me and said, no, I have other plans for you. And in that, I was forced to work with him. I shouldn't say forced. I got to work with him. I got to work with him. And we got to know each other's roles. We figured out that, you know what? We, we, we can actually do this. We, we can work together. There's, there's days that I didn't like him so much, but we, you know, you work with people and you don't like them that much, but you go home with them and, you know, you, you just kind of got to figure that out too. So, um, but we did in that. I guess looking back and what I'm saying is God had a plan. And being faithful and saying, I know God has a plan, as painful as it may feel right now, you can't see the whole picture. And if God would have told us in 2007 when he started his business that he's going to have 
you know, that he's going to change all that and he's going to make me work with him, I would have said, there ain't no way, you know, what you got, this story is wrong. I can't do that. It's too overwhelming. And so through that, I think um, we've grown together. Um, and, so, and, and, and so now we do. Since 2013, March of 2013, we purchased a company. We did rename it a little bit, 89 Homes. And people go, you've got 89 homes? N no. There's a road. It's called Route 89 and Route 30. And um, so that's where the name came from is 89. And after being there for a while, we realized everybody knows it is 89. You can't change that name. And so we chose to kind of keep that and have kind of built from there. So. And I'm going to maybe just share a little bit. Um, just as she's talking, I was just reminded of Psalm 139. Is it, it, Psalm just talks about, you know, that God has a path for us, and he's chosen that path. Well, maybe not. We, it's still up to us to, to choose the path that we want to go, but he has ordained all of our days. And I'm just going to read a couple of verses. In 15, it says, My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depth of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body, and all the days ordained for me were written in your, in your book before one of them came to be. And, yeah, I, I, I feel like God had given us this opportunity, but it's still kind of up to us to choose the path. And sometimes I, I'm not even convinced that God's so interested in, in that, what that thing is on the other side, that he is on the little path that goes, you know, the journey, the relationships that you build with each other. Um, sometimes those, I mean, I always feel, feel like those are more important than, than getting to that place, is how you get there. How do you, how do you um, have relationships with other people? But, yeah, so she did end up coming to work for us, and it, it was a big thing for me, going back to the dump truck thing, is to have her drive the dump truck, because she refused to drive it. She was, like, too city slickerish, I guess, to drive. Yes, I was. And she grew up on a dairy farm, but... You can still drive the dump truck. Anyway, that was that was a pretty pretty big day for me when I got her to drive it because we had to take like six loads of, of stuff too. Anyway, so we'll continue with the story a little bit. So yeah, 2013 came around, um, and it was just coming out of a recession. You know, 2008 came, and it was it was nobody was doing new construction hardly. It was just few and far between, um, and the banks really put the clamps on your opportunities for financing, you had to have a bunch of money down. Um, and so, and we came out of what, and, I, and Lori talked a little bit about pride, and I was probably a little prideful too, because I had built this thing, and we were, we were getting close almost, and somebody had told me that there's like 5% of the companies will make it uh, to a million in sales, like when you start up. And we were within 25,000 the last year, uh, and I thought, Man, that was it, was, it was, part of that was laying that pride down and saying, it's okay, I can jump on somebody else's coattails uh, in another business. But it was, when Lori, Lori said, when we went out to 89 um, and, and saw the showroom and saw that we didn't have to sell homes from my truck, uh, dragging all kinds of samples around, uh, it was a great opportunity. But I tell you what, the first couple of years were, were, were hard, and it's still, there's still a lot of work that goes into it, but going from um, being able to build like maybe one home a year uh, to the last couple of years. And we built maybe three, four homes in the last couple of years then and did a lot of, a lot of larger additions and some commercial, light commercial work. Um, then in 
And like in 13, I think we built eight new homes that year. And that was like, wow, that was a lot of homes for us. And, and we had like sometimes three going on at the same time. And the one, one time that during that year, we had four of them going on at the same time. And it was like crazy. This is crazy. But uh, anyway, it, and it, it, it took us probably three, three, four years to kind of figure it out because it felt like um, you were just thrown in and uh, this train was going and we were trying to find our, our, the right seat and, and what it looked like. But, but now we're up to, we're on track this year to build 80 homes maybe this year. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of work. And our daughters would attest to that for sure. Uh, but they're also involved. It's okay. The girls are involved with work. They're, they do quite a bit of work at, at, at the office as well. They would say, oh. we don't have a choice, Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Um, so I, I think the thing that I would glean from, if you're looking back, um, one of the things that I haven't shared very often um, that I would like to share with you this morning is like being patient and staying in God. He, he just gives, it's not like I've ever heard an audible voice, but he's there. You feel it, you know it. Um, one of the things during that summer that I was that I had lost my job and I was seeking for something new, a friend of mine came up and and she said, "What is God telling you?" And it was just kind of like one of those questions out of the blue, like, "What, what do you mean?" Like, um, and she said, "What is what is God laying on your heart?" And um, I said, "Well." I don't know how to, you know, and I was like, well, and I kind of struggled for a little bit, and I said, well, what he is telling me, what I feel like he's telling me is that you're going to have a job, but it's going to be in a very different, different business, like in a totally different area than you've ever been in before. Remember, I was in manufacturing, we did production, we built products, that's what we did, and I felt like God was telling me, you're going to have, you're going to be in a completely area that you've never been in before, and it's going to kind of be like it's it's going to be a smaller company and it's going to kind of be like you're running the company. And I thought, and I thought, you know, and at that time, remember, I knew nothing of this. And I hung on to that. And she says, don't give that up. God is speaking to you. It'll come. It'll come. And it wasn't until after we had actually closed on the sale of 89, where we bought 89 building and we turned it into 89 homes. And it was in that, in that next year I realized that God had actually spoken that and given me that vision, and now it was becoming something that was very real. Um, I would just encourage you guys, rest in that. I, I going in, like for you guys, you know, what are you going to do when you leave Rosedale? What are you going to do? Sometimes that feels like a lot. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that I needed to be faithful to what God had. And he will turn what you have into, he'll take you places that you want to go. So I guess to say, if I had stress and I wanted all those answers, I probably wouldn't be where we are today. But just to trust in that and allow God to kind of work through that. And for me, the top thing to remember is in business, and if you're in a project or if you're even in your own business, um, it's not always about um, Business tends to be a link to money. Um, that's just kind of what we try to do. We have a business so we can make money, so we can have it, you know, we can live. And that's important, but that shouldn't be the number one thing. Always remember, I try to remind myself, this is God's. It's God's business. 
and he is just asking me to take care of it until he has something else for us. Um, and I think that's something we try to do in just in business in general, um, is when we meet people, they, not, they may not be Christians, but it's like, okay, how do, how do we become that light? How do we, and you always treat them right. Always do the right thing. Don't be tempted by that. I could make an additional thousand dollars or I could, you know, it's, well, if they didn't notice, they didn't say that. I don't have to fix that. Always do the right thing because God is watching and he is wanting to see how you'll handle those situations. Yeah. I think I would just echo that. Um, we, one of the things that, that we try to think about is to making sure that, um, and Pastor Jeremy, I still call him <laughs> Pastor Jeremy, has, has said in the past that, you know, if, if, the, if you measure your business or what you're involved in by your checkbook only, and then you're going to be in trouble. And that's what we try to do is not measure what we do by the checkbook or the money. Uh, it is about building relationships, and I see that here. I, I was so encouraged when the students came in here, and you guys were hugging, and, and uh, <clears throat> by the way, I, I like hugging people, but I wasn't hugging people. <laughs> so. Anyway, um, but it's just great to see. It is, this is about life. Life is about community. It is about building relationships. Uh, wherever you go, I pray that God would, would show you your path, and, and it's not it's not vividly clear oftentimes but it's about being obedient it is about you know whatever god has in store for you one day at a time uh, he'll help you make decisions so appreciate you guys allowing us to come and share uh yeah it's good to see you guys uh, thank you wish everybody a great easter thank you Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please like and share so others can benefit from it as well. And check out our other podcast series from our website at rosedale.edu slash podcasts. God bless you and have a good day.